Everybody, I'm Chad Eckert, and that's Josh Bennett, and that's Eric Darbo, and we're cracking beers. Almost forgot them. Huh. Almost. Good thing uh, they we're love. licking names. It's Wednesday night. Boys, cheers. Cheers, boys. Bar close. Last call. Final decisions are being made right now. People's models have been crunched. People's thoughts have been thought. You've made your videos, haven't you, Darbo? You're done with content. Made one video this week, and yes, okay. I'm done. So then go one find Darbo. Slacker. It's a oh, tour man. championship. It's the best event of the year. Yeah, it wasn't, so that's that's what we should discuss. Is this Josh? Event. It was an hour and ten minutes long. It was it was more Ooh, than 20. enough. More than enough that, to talk about. That's that's about an hour longer than it should be for this tournament. <laughs> yeah. Um. Cheers to Josh Bennett going viral. Can you pull up that tweet that you had about the bracket? Did you you decided to create an alternative idea, whereas everyone complains, but they don't have another solution for the problem. Uh, let me find it. And Patrick Cantley said that today, actually. It was like, yeah, it's not the greatest, but I don't really have an idea that would make it better. Josh, his tweet got 1,352 likes. Holy crap. That's impressive. And, I mean, <laughs> 73 retweets. Actually, 94 tweets, uh, retweets in general amazing yeah. josh did you ever think that did you spell anything wrong in here do you have any regrets I, I did so i i i pulled up this bracket thing i i was gonna do the bracket just in like an excel document mm -hmm. and post it and then i i found one online so i just i printed it out to like pdf and i just started typing people's names in and mm. i did i was nervous i was going to type somebody's name wrong yeah and actually when i typed tour champion chip up here on the top mm -hmm. i i looked at championship you ever do this where you type out a word and you look at it you're like i fucking spelled that wrong <laughs> i stared at championship for 10 minutes thinking it was wrong and it's i mean it's right yeah, but peon. are you sure about that no no again looking <laughs> at it right now i'm like i don't i don't know if it's spelled right well, whatever. Just it's, shit. it's viral, and it has been seen by a lot of people. Do you have the analytics? Do you want to show behind the curtain for the viewer of uh, YouTube? Because we're on YouTube. We're a YouTube product. The oh, fucking hell. Dude, Big deal. It just hit 10,000 engagements. Oh, my Holy gosh. 10,000 engagements. <laughs> Dude, for 323,000 impressions, do you know how much money you'd have to pay to achieve that on your own? Think um, about think about this. People 10, got fired up over a over a picture of a PDF document of a bracket. That's fired how, up. That's how mad they are at this. Time. I got I got to, called an idiot like ten times. What? Just because I posted a bracket. Oh, uh, Josh, you're not used to that, are you? <laughs> oh yeah, my wife calls me an idiot all the time. Uh, well, we're all idiots. We're uh, trying to decide if. Do we care about this event, Tour Championship, as it stands? I think I care. I don't. You I do? Yeah, I don't mind it. I don't really. Why? Because it's like as if the first round ended and Scheffler had a record round and Cantley was right behind him and we had bad people that were bad, just like normal. So now we've got five rounds of a tournament. 
wah, wah. And guess what? What will happen is Scheffler or Cantley or one of the guys at the top will come out and straight up bogey, par, bogey start, and it'll look normal sure. with everybody again. And this they, is did, like- they did say that last year. I don't as they being mostly like the big accounts, the big blue checkmark accounts. Mm-hmm. I do remember a lot of them saying last year, just wait like four or five holes and things will look much more normal than they do now. Correct. Which is probably true. Yeah. So Darbo, do you like the format or can we change it to a bracket? I, I don't know. I have no idea. I, I really don't have an opinion one way okay. or the other. Well, Josh wants to move it to Labor Day weekend and, and fear that him. that was a problem as well because of the college football scene. Then, then, so not only was I getting called an idiot, I was also getting shamed for where I where I live. You uneducated Midwestern idiot. I'm, I'm, I'm uneducated. I know nothing about college football here. We only get well. Here's the problem: we only have one Division One college football team in Minnesota, and they mostly suck. So. Maybe we don't know anything about college football. Probably not. And we don't – why would we care? I mean, honestly. Yeah. Uh, and we don't care. If this happens to fall on Labor Day weekend, go to your game, watch it on your phone while you're at the game or come back from the game and look at the scores. I mean, like, why do you even give a shit? The funniest thing is that everybody on Twitter, most people want to just give their opinions and they give a shit about stuff. And that's funny because I've got some stuff in the after show to cover – about good old Twitter, building your Twitter account. Uh, the after show has been feeding me um, some fun. I forget what we talk about most of the time because I've had a few beers by then. So then I'll, uh, <laughs> if I run out of content on a Saturday afternoon showing houses driving around, then I'll pop it up and listen to it. And I'll be like, oh my gosh, this was a decent conversation. So every once in a while we fall into some fun topics. And I think we're going to talk about why would you even want to complain about this thing. Why would you want to build your Twitter account up so that you get mocked and ridiculed? Things happen on Twitter. But, dude, do we even care about the DraftKings stuff? I mean, uh, Darbo, did you make – how many lineups could you even make? Uh, it's limited for the the amount of combinations you can create. Yeah. But you're probably going to want one of the 10K golfers just because they have the highest likelihood of winning the tournament. Sure. And with that, you know, if you went like Scheffler or Cantley, I bet you the amount of lineups you can create are under 200. Like, it's weird. Yeah. So there, it's it's extremely limited. If you were to max enter like one of those 150 max uh, contests, you could create every single unique lineup that you wanted to. If you started with the, those two golfers, one of those two golfers, more likely you'll have the optimal lineup more than likely it's crazy um we need to know though we haven't i mean i've made i just made my lineups i'm making 60 so i'm doing the 320 max contest uh yeah but and then i've just i'm not using everybody i've kind of narrowed it down to 23 names but before we go to our player pools and our clicks and all that stuff, i'm more interested i don't even care who's in your player pool i'm more interested in who you decided not to play okay well we can discuss that in a second that might be more fun Let's say that if you are in our Discord channel, you had access to our ownership projection spreadsheet, and I fucked it up, and I messed up some projections. The uh, the industry is um, they're idiots this week. They, the the things <laughs> I use, Soccer. they've got problems. So um, 
it's a math problem. We've talked about this and I've tried to manipulate it. So I had to manipulate these two websites numbers in order to get it down so that it's under a roster spot total. We talked about this before, like, because otherwise these projections, these averages, they like mathematically can't make sense. Did you change the name of the two sites? So yeah. they, because you knew you were going to show them. Well, because I manipulated them. So they're not actually the numbers. Oh, they're not actually. Okay. Yeah. So then I'm like, I don't really want to pretend like I use those websites, but I, I, you know, did the best I could to stick with where they were. I'm not a good Excel mind either. I don't have the ability to like do that, <laughs> you know, like really well or anything, but here we go. Okay. So I'm broken it down by ranges here. Here's your 10 K and above your eight K and above and your five K and above at this point. And then here's the most owned names overall top 30. Here we go. The top of the list is Aaron Wise, but typically on the ownership projection show, I begin with what's up with the 10K range and where the pivots are. And it's similar to what it was this morning when I did the show where you have Xander, Rory, and John Rahm at the top. And we are, we know why. Xander no King loves the course. The price is right on Rory and Rahm. But, and then you have to pay a little bit more to get the guys at the top, and we don't respect their starting score. So then the pivot, though, what are we doing with Cam Smith? It's appearing that he's going to be very low owned, 13.5%. This guy comes in as the least owned name overall other than Will Zalatoris. Are we are we idiots to not just consider this even though he's hurt? What did you do with him? Are you using him in your one lineup, Josh? No. What about you, Darbo? Are you using I would, him? If I was making more than one, though, he would probably be in the second one. Yeah. He's uh he's probably a complete fade for me. Why? Injury? Uh, no cut event. Uh, it's not so much that. It's just I think he's too far behind, and I don't think he has the firepower to. Well, first of all, you don't need. Actually, I think you need him to be a winner in order to be like in the GPP winning lineup or the optimal lineup, and I just don't think he's going to finish within the first three placement points. So what you're saying is that you have to use one of the these other names first, even so that's basically why Cam Smith's getting left out one and two is hurt and three, you can't combine Xander and Cam Smith, can you? Or so this is yeah, so this is one of those this, So here's the thing. Scotty Scheffler is on I mean, like two of the last three years, the top price guy ends up <laughs> winning the tournament. Um now I think if you were to listen to like Rick Gaiman, he said, you know, Dustin Johnson in 2020 wasn't in the optimal lineup, but guess what? He was in the GPP winning lineup that was two points behind the optimal. So he was the highest price guy. And then it was followed by Justin Thomas, who was, who started at minus seven. He was second place. He was in the optimal lineup. Um, okay. It becomes a, a math issue, kind of like what you're just bringing up because yeah. it has everything to do with his price point. 10,400 isn't cheap, but there are five golfers ahead of him that I think have a uh, a better chance, and five five golfers ahead of him, as in um, price point, and I think have a better shot at beating him than he does at winning this tournament. So, with that being said, I yeah I I'm starting with Cantlay or Scheffler. Probably just going to be Cantlay the entire in all my lineups, and I'll probably mix in some Xander with Cantley okay. and go that route. Cause I just, I just don't see either of those three golfers at the top of the price board 
first of all, not winning, and secondly, not being in the GPP winning lineup. So no, yeah, you almost you do want to start with Scheffler or Cantlay. I agree, and I'm going to use the I have to get different somewhere mentality to fade Xander because I think if you're looking at the ownership, you're just he's going to end up being uh, no matter what contest you play in, he's probably going to end up being he and Rory the two most owned in that range. So, it, you know, they're seventh and eighth overall on this calculation I created in my beer gut brain. But the Xander fade because of ownership is is kind of like, I'm just going to throw my hands up and be like, I you know, I have to do something somewhere in my player pool. So I've skipped Xander and Rory. And I mean, I, I might skip Rom too. So I might just go with the Scheffler Cantlay and then mix in a couple Z- uh, Cam Smiths with that. It's kind of weird. I just don't know if you need to get different up at the top. You actually bring up a really good point because um, this is what Rick Gaiman was talking about. He's, he was talking about, do you want to get different to have less duplicate uh, duplicate lineups or do you just want to follow suit with most people and have, you know, be tied with 149 other people? Here's the thing. If you win first play, okay, if there's 150 duplicates uh, at, you know, that ends up being first place, and they don't hit the optimal lineup, the chance of you hitting the optimal lineup is is just so much lower than if you were just to eat the chalk and tie 150 other people. Like I think that's a fallacy, at least from him, to to talk about like find the least owned lineup or the least constructed lineup or whatever to have that opportunity to be one of the only people to have it and to take down a GPP, that's probably not likely like at this tournament. It's okay to duplicate 150 other people because you're still tying first place. I yeah. just, yeah. Look at that hat. I want to point that hat out for a second. That's a nice hat. Where's Thank my you. sweatshirt? You should be getting it in like two days. No, no, I'm just kidding. It's on the way. I saw that. Uh, anyway, here we go. We're going into a so we we've kind of realized why ownership is the way it is, and the way it is is because Xander's this, that, and the other. Rory's savings off the top guys, but you need the top guy. You're kind of not needing Cam Smith in your life. He's a little too far back. He's got the injury concern. So the ownership is shaping up how it should shape up, and you shouldn't maybe do anything about it. You shouldn't decide. Cam Smith is a good play because he's low owned. We just discussed that there's potentially no, no reason to use him. Even though he could go ballistic, he could be great and he could end up winning this whole thing. And at 13%, he's the least owned guy. Then that's like, okay, you got there off of that. Great. So in the middle of the ranges, though, you got eight, nine K ranges. You got Corey Connors and Tony Finau as the top, but it looks like Corey's the runaway most owned now the reason being is because the math would say he has to be used versus the 9k range so if you're looking at it overall wait I, hold on <clears throat> like half the field is literally above 8300 and half the field is below 8300 so ultimately i feel like this has to be 50, almost 50 percent of the ownership has to fall below this range. So that would mean Corey Connors at $8,000 is going to be looking really attractive. And so is Colin Morikawa there at $7,900. So I think because of yeah. just math in general, they're going to be, you know, what you could owned. do 
create lineups mm-hmm. with Corey Connors and Morikawa, or Morikawa and or I should say, okay. and see if you were to start with Cantley Z- or Xander, or actually Rory or Xander, since those are the other top guys, and just mm-hmm. see where you naturally would go to, that would probably be your most duplicate lineup. Yeah, um, so it's going to be like something like this. So you have seventy seven hundred dollars left. It if if that's can, the case, if these are your highest owned guys. Well, then it's it going to be kind wise. of point you to like people. Scott Stallings will be another one. Put Scott Stallings in the lineup. Yeah, he's the fourth most owned. So put Stallings in it right now, and let's see how much we have left. He's right there, right by your balance, seventy four hundred. Ten five. Oh wow. So now you okay? So this would change, you know, whatever. But I think what Burns is another high-owned guy. Nor no, you just end up taking Scheffler. I don't think you go Scheffler. Well, you actually, still... seventy-seven hundred makes no, no, no. That's fine. Because now your options are who's ever lower than seventy-seven hundred or whoever's. Or lower no, than you people. think you get Cantlay and then you get eighty-three and you go Neiman or something. So it's you're either doing this to add Neiman or Matsuyama or you just say, or end speed because you would need that. Or you just say, screw it. And you pick Homa, Straka, or maybe even Horschel. Yeah. You can't. Yeah. What? Yeah. Okay. Well, I just think math wise, like there's certain reasons why you can't build certain ways and it's going to, it's going to affect the ownership on Corey Connors. It's going to affect the names. What about Tony fee now though? Is it is the run from Tony off? Like, is it, are we are we over Finau, Jish, or are people gonna want? I'm never over Tony, especially now that he's the three M open guy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so he's uh, right now twenty one point six, and there's only two two other guys. Okay, so there's twenty one percent for Justin Thomas. M is another own name, and then it kind of falls off. It looks like not by much. I'm a. Uh... I, I'm in on Tony and JT. Okay. Personally, and what? I, and I don't care that they're high owned. Oh, here's okay. BK. Mm-hmm. Hey, buddy. What up? Uh, and the reason for that is the pretty much the same reason that I uh, was talking about last week for their volatility, basically, and that they're both extremely good with their irons, and if they get hot with a putter they'll be able to catch up to the top of the leaderboard much quicker than others. And if not, then they're dead and my lineups will suck, which they do most of the time anyway. But I'm going to take, in a format like this, I'm going to take chances on the guys that are a little more volatile that can climb leaderboards faster than somebody that's not. Okay, so then did you pair a top guy with these names? Or you I did. Big, big you dog, you, or? Want, you yeah. want my lineup? Yeah. Let me uh, know. We uh, ridicule and mock, yeah. Xander is the is the top guy. Okay. Then you went down. Where'd you go low? Uh, Hogue. Hoagie. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's basically a free space. I mean, it's not, it's a free space as in I just put him in so I could get better players in. You didn't want Poston instead of Hoagie? Because I think no, uh, no, I th- I've got Hogue. the upside. Upside with Putter on Poston. Yeah. I think all these 5K guys. One of these guys is going to win some in a GPP. This is oh, the for most. Sure. You got to use the, all of them. I think probably. you use all of them. It's the most important range. Right okay, so, but but Josh decided on Hoagie, and he's left himself with sixty-eight hundred for his final two names. He started with Finau, JT, Xander, Hoagie. Who's in the Hoagie sandwich? Uh, if if we're just scrolling up, then I I went with KH Lee. Oh, you did? I like that. Yeah. 
So that left you $7,700. You got a Max Homa then? Max Homa is where I went. Yeah. Okay, so he spent the money. I actually had uh, I had SEP for a while, and I would, that would be leaving like 500 on the table. Yeah. And then SEP has a two-stroke uh, advantage on Max and one on Stallings. Okay. But I think uh, – I don't even think. I know Max is way better at golf <laughs> than SEP Straka. True. So I don't think the two strokes really matter. So I went with Max instead of okay. Seth. That's a good lineup. So that's my sick lineup that's going to win me, what is it, 50K to first? Well, this one is a stupid tournament that I, this is my tournament for the league, my home league. 50K to first. Yeah, I'll I'll be having 50K after the end of this week. Wow. (laughs) Good for you. Okay, let's look at the low or the low priced ownership and cover that so we can say we did. It is – oh, no, we didn't do the pivots in the 98K ranges. You can get Hideki or Fitzpatrick, I guess, for 14% or Cameron Young or Sam Burns. I'm interested. What about you, Darbo? Are you into uh, Sam Burns or Cam Young at the lower ownership, or does it matter to you? So it, it really doesn't matter to me. But um, then did you like them originally? Because then you would like them more. knowing. I'll give you low. my strategy, Chad. Okay. I'm I'm most likely going 100% on Cantlay, and I will grab someone $9,400 and above to go with him, and I'm okay. making sure that I pick two guys, KH Lee and lower in salary, and then I'm just letting the optimizer pick the other two. So it could jump up to a nine another 9K guy, and then a, like a low seven. Okay. Um, but I'm making sure there's at least two golfers in that 6k and below range but i really like adam scott this week as does a lot of other people he can be my third 6k guy so i'm i'm literally gonna go three guys 6600 dollars and below and that's primarily because your gpp winning lineups the last three years were that way as were your optimal lineups so why not just i that's why in my strategy video i was talking about this is probably the the most construct like stick to discipline and construction that you possibly can Cool. Yeah, okay. I like that. Even Thigala, that'd be fine. You know, yeah. like, but I would, yeah, I think going there and then I really like Lee. Josh's Cage Lee because yeah. I think he's projected to be low owned. And obviously, I don't care about ownership, but I do like Cage Lee. And if you wanted to make sure. it a tiebreaker situation between him and Brian Harmon, which I'm sure a lot of other people will be on, why not? Okay. Anyways, to answer your question from before, yeah, that might get me on Cameron Young or Fitzpatrick. I don't; they're just not two guys I'm I'm seeking out to put in my lineups. I just think if you're on the fence about anything, or you're like just trying to make decisions, and you don't give a shit about Sungjae and Cam Young's right there, and you can eat a little less chalk doing that, maybe potentially that could be worth doing. Doubtful overall, we already know this, but let's look at the names in the low price range and just check in. The fact that Aaron Wise was priced at 5400 has alarmed clickers, and I think they're <laughs> going to click him a lot. He's going to be yeah. 34%. I think he's going to be the most owned by far. I don't think it's a, it, there's a good reason why he is a good golfer. And then Adam Scott playing with some house money, making the par on 18 from the bunker and up and down to get himself into the top 30, guaranteed 500 grand for last place. The dude's uh, riding – Good form. We know he gets up for real events. So Adam Scott at $6,600. It looks like that's 
the favorite uh, combo, Aaron and Adam. Any interest in Aaron and Adam in your life? Jish? Nope. I'm making I'm making one lineup, and I already gave it to you, so uh, DK might suspend my account. But uh, oh, this, is a, no. this is a tout show now. We got to we got to tout names. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I mean. Come on, well, what, well, then don't pick these names because they're ownership. I'm not. I'm not I, if I was to redo my entire lineup and not play the six guys, I probably wouldn't play. Well, I actually I probably would go with Wise. I didn't realize his price was fifty four hundred. Yeah, it's that's, that's pretty low. <laughs> and he's a real good golfer. Like he's not had a bad season at all. And yeah. Adam Scott is the second most owned name, and then Colin Morikawa, who is in the range of five, six, and seven. I would love to play him. I mean, why wouldn't you just? I just don't have so, room. Like, uh, Darbo, you mentioned just trying to count a combine a Colin and a Corey in your life, or combine an Aaron and an Adam and do a lot of them and do a bunch of Sahiths and Scots stallings. So then, therefore, you can do these things, but you can do them maybe more so than the field would do them, which gives you then, therefore, a little more out in your lineup life. Leverage, baby. But then again, there's only. There's only 30 effing names, so what are you going to do? I don't know. What did I do? Oh, I want to know who the seven people are that you kicked out of your I lineup. didn't. Okay, so here's my owner. Here's my my deal, my lineups or whatever. Percentage of lineups. Is this hard to see? It's fine. Okay. Uh, whoops, that might be too much. I'm good at computers. Sam Burns, I did 50%. Oh, my God. I didn't even realize. M is my next most owned at 38%. I got Scheffler and Harmon. Can't lie. So, you know, this is hard This is hard to kind of tell. Maybe I just switched over to Fantasy National so you can see who I didn't star because that's what Josh wants to know. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I think that's better. Um, let me see. FantasyNational.com. I don't have a promo code, but uh, 23 names. I didn't star Xander or Zalatoris. Sorry. Okay, okay, so Will doesn't count. And then Ram and Rory for ownership fading. <laughs> I'm going to outsmart myself. And then I didn't do Tony because of ownership. Is that dumb? Yes. And then we I, said, I mean, we've been, we've been saying that's dumb for weeks. But it's 30 guys. Like... Exactly. They're all. I'm just trying to have that one time that the one that all the stuff doesn't happen, and then I win that week. That's what people tell me. I can do it. Well, and then I tried to make lineups without Morikawa or Spieth or Homer or something like that. I can't remember. I I tried to make lineups with only like 17 people, and it was it didn't allow me. (laughs) It was like here's 23, and I'm like, no, I want 60. (laughs) Go back, add more. I'm like, fuck. So I think this is going to be a stupid waste of money. But I didn't do Stallings or Corey Connors. I just faded the chalk, man. What do you mean? You know you didn't? What? You have the the highest owned guy star, don't you? Well, I picked all the 5Ks because, duh, that's what Darbo just told me to do. I picked All all right, so you didn't fade the chalk like you just said you did. Yeah, I did. I faded the Stallings chalk, and I faded the Connors and the Phenom. So you faded some of it, not all. Yeah, and I faded the three ownership guys up, up, you know, and this is probably the worst way to do things. But I ended up with fifty um, percent Sam Burns. What price? So you just so so your player pool consists of everybody, and then you went to your ownership sheet and said, "Here's the top seven that are the highest unstar, except for Aaron Wise." 
No, I did. I did uh, Aaron Wise. I did. I still did Adam Scott. I still did Morikawa. So I have the top three most owned. Fuck off. And then I have Sahith. He's the fifth most owned. I have him. Who did I fade? I faded dumb people that were that are like just as good as everybody else. Xander's just oh. as good as Cantley. Rory's oh. just as good as Cam Smith. Uh, Rom is just as good as Scheffler. I just went with the other guy that was less. That's a strategy. People do this. Okay. Nice strategy. We'll see. I'll cash. I can't, wait for your, I can't wait for your recap tweet on Sunday night. I didn't even do the uh, narrative, so I'm not going to recap shit. I'm just going to ride off into the sunset. It's NFL season. Yeah. Okay, so we spent a half an hour. What did we talk about? We talked about ownership. One does, we simply, about- one does not simply fade Sungbay on par 70 Bermuda. <clears throat> huh? We don't anyway on this show, really. doesn't oh, really matter where he's playing. Yeah. <laughs> that's ownership I will for sure eat. Um, Darbo, yep. do you leave money off the table more than usual if you're clicking names? Uh, yeah, but I don't get crazy with it. I mean, I was I was looking at pass optimal lineups, and that's the only argument that someone's going to give you. Like in uh, 2020, the optimal lineup was forty six thousand eight hundred dollars, so they left you would have to leave three hundred or thirty two hundred dollars on the table. That scored 562 points. The GPP winning lineup scored 560 points, and it used 49,200. So that huge leap between the two is pretty difficult to make. And when you tell your optimizer to select, you know, a salary range where you're you're leaving $3,000 on the table, it just invites really really bad lineups. And hitting the optimal lineup that way would be really difficult to do. So. Long answer short, yeah, you can leave money on the table, but I wouldn't leave more than a thousand. I, I I just don't know if you'd ever get to the optimal because every GPP winning lineup has only so it was forty nine thousand eight hundred they used in twenty twenty one. Twenty twenty was forty nine thousand two hundred, and in twenty nineteen, I don't have the GPP winning lineup, but the optimal lineup used forty nine thousand seven hundred. So you only left okay. three hundred dollars on the table there. So there's. There's really no argument to leave any money on the table. When what about the opposite? What about spending it all? Can I spend all 50000 or am I a total idiot for doing that? Anytime, I mean, put it this way. Anytime that you only leave $300 on the table, uh, the opportunity to leave zero money on the table to hit the, the optimal lineup is still there. It's just as high. Like The chance is still just as high. So, yes, you can so in other words, use up all the money. In other, in other words, nothing matters. <laughs> right. Like, again, it comes back to, like, well, you know, a 30-man field sometimes, and it's 30-man field other times. It's like, well, shit, so this is the same thing, but it's just 30 men. So we're all – so in a normal 155-player field, there's a bazillion combinations that we can all try to guess to try to right. get the right one. And in a 30-man field, there's only a half of a gazillion combinations that we're all trying to guess against. Is that kind of the idea? Is like we're still yeah. – there's a, there's a giant haystack. There's still a needle. It's not as big of a haystack but it's still a fucking haystack. That's what I was just going to say, Chad. What would you rather have? A 2, 2% chance to hit the optimal lineup and be the only person with that lineup to take down all the money mm. or a 60% chance to win a GPP but be tied with 150 other people? What would you rather take? Oh, I, I don't... God, what would I rather take? Probably the 60%. <laughs> I would take the 60% because yeah. I'm, I'm going to take home a lot of money regardless. Well, you're making money. 
Oh, that brings me up. That brings me to another point <clears throat> that I was going to talk about in the after show. Maybe we can just discuss it now. Should I start playing cash games? Uh, I think I'm good. At that, this goes back to a discussion that we had, like at the very beginning of the season, and yeah. that's what are we playing for? Are you if Correct. you if you're playing Correct. to just like put in twenty bucks and get forty back the next week, then fine. Then. Do no, no, no. I wouldn't game. be a pussy about the cash games that I played. I would max. No, I mean, that's, a, that's that's just a number I threw out. If okay, you're well, I'm maxing out. I'm being a maniac. I'm going all in. I'm going 500 bucks on cash games, and I'm trying to win 1000 each week. And then I'm doing it again, and I'm doing it every single week. And then all of a sudden, eight weeks in, I've won five out of eight, and I'm actually making money at this DraftKings shit versus the other way, where I've gone 0 for 8. And I, I, mean, you're not, I mean, you're not you're not going to win every week, so it's it's not exactly going to happen. Cash? Like that, but. Oh, I'm better at cash than I am at making GPP winning lineups. I can't help myself. I've I've, <laughs> I've got this natural. I can't lose. No, but I can't I can't pick crazy enough for these GPPs. I can't go out of my way to find the right six K guy and win a GPP. Like I can't do that. So I'm really I'm good at deciding which nine K guys are going to play well or which eight K guys are going to play well. And then I can maybe find a couple seven Ks that are making it that are good enough to get me over that 50% hump or whatever it is to make the money in the min cash Martins of the uh, cash game world. So I'm thinking that I might be a fool for just continuing because, yeah, you got a stomach loss after loss after loss after loss. And then you get to the end, you finally win one GPP and it makes up for is what everybody tells me. But I don't I don't even think that's even possible based on. I, how long have we been doing this, Darvo? And I mean, so I now two years ago, I don't think you should have played cash because everyone's playing cash. Sounds like a fool. Oh shit! Yeah. So yeah. Either way, I think GPPs are hard to win. I'm not they winning are. them. I'm losing every single week doing GPPs. Maybe I should switch over to cash and build the way that I think that I can win in cash because I fucking cannot build a GPP winning lineup. I'm just you know bad. What, Dad? I think I need the bucket system. Well, so when I when I hear you talk about your lineups, it feels it feels like you've got a lot of FOMO when it comes to building lineups. Like mm-hmm. like you're afraid of not rostering Sung JM when he's one of your favorite golfers mm-hmm. and yeah. he's at a place that's like really good for some, you know, whatever. Yeah. And everyone likes him 32% last week. What I would say to you then is own him in either a hundred percent of your lineups or don't own him at all. Mm. But your FOMO gets in the way. You're just like, but I can't own him that much. Cause what if he, what if he tanks? But see, I wouldn't even care though. in a cash game, I would just be trying to make the best six, Man, lineup. I wouldn't so even I'm try only to arguing GPP. based off. I'm only arguing based off of GPPs. If you want to win a GPP, you got to go all in, all M or mm-hmm. not. You know, mm-hmm. right? Which I can't do. My instincts tell me. Not. So right. then you're 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 confirming what I think, and that's that I cannot build the right way because I am a FOMO loser. So I'm bad at GPPs, which is <laughs> evident in the fact that I never win. <laughs> I just think, I think if you if you uh, put a little bit more conviction in 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 your heart plays. And okay, okay, just... I, I I can see that, yeah. Because you you know what the smart plays are. Yeah, it's just you have like twenty of them, mm-hmm. and you can't roster twenty golfers. Mm-hmm, you can only mm-hmm. you know at, out of your player pool that you have convictions over, you probably can only roster three of them. Right. So that's what I'd say is like you know because that's what I started doing is just 
two of my conviction plays, I go in 70% of my lineups. And those are the times where I'm successful. Now, I'm not saying I'm successful all the time. It's just when I have been successful, that's the time that I do it is, is going 70% in on two guys. You just got to pick the right two guys. So if you do like Sungjae this week and he's your guy, then play him in over 70, like 70 or more percent of your lineups. And that should so maximize the, the, the opportunity you will take down a GPP if yeah, Sungjae hits. I have I have made I have too many biases towards people, and then when it comes to Sunday, I'm like, how how is my guy? I have too many guys. I, that's mm-hmm. the that's the other thing. I have too many guys. So then Sunday comes and the leaderboard shows up, and I and I didn't click that one guy out of all my guys, and I'm like, what the hell? And I get mad. I have you know anger tilt. Did you see the uh, Did you see the tweet? I don't know who tweeted it out. It might have been uh, like a DraftKings account or a FanDuel account that if you bet. $100 on Max Homa every single week throughout the season, mm-hmm. you would have made X amount. I don't remember what the dollar amount oh, was. Oh, you want like me to, share, you want me to show you that article? Oh, you have it's it? A, when you guys join the program each week, you're going to join a program that's going to have some preparation. We're going to prepare, and we're going to copy and paste links to articles that may be brought up in conversation and I'm going to have them in the notes. And there we go. We got this baby. So can you, uh, here, okay. so the reason I brought this up is can you copy this theory into, into DFS and say, don't care about ownership. Don't care about price. Don't care about form. Don't care about anything. Max Homo will be in most of my lineups every single week, no matter what. Do you think I, that will think that will work? Cause apparently this works for, if you were to just yeah look eighty three hundred bucks you put a hundred a hundred bucks on max here here's the true problem with this is that I, my guy would be Morikawa or <laughs> yeah, he'd just be zero in, or M and I probably did it with him <laughs> so I'm only up five hundred or what am I yeah so yeah uh it goes back to what what my father said is that you don't want to gamble on sports because you're never gonna <laughs> <win>. <laughs> don't do but it gambling's fun Chad. Oh, we have to gamble this week because I'm in a contest with my friends. Uh, you guys are both in this con- league that I run. I am not. I am not in the contest, though. No, but you're in my league that drafts DraftKings roster each week, and the scoring is based on how your roster does, and you can have whoever you want. And we pay out every major, and then we go to the FedEx mm-hmm. Cup playoffs, and we actually have a playoff, and it gets down to now we have three people left. And it's me, Ryan Gilligan, Kyle Kellogg, so I have to beat three other people. I might need your help on this one. My instinct, gut instinct, is to just c- click the two top names because I'm pussy and scared. And then I go down and I just fade, I just start peppering these guys. Is that weird? Um, is that a bad idea? It's not a good idea. I hate that. Okay. So then you, I'm going to have to choose whether I'm a Cantley or a Scheffler guy. You do. Yeah, so then I'm a Cantley guy. I'm already a Cantley guy. Oh, and he's cheaper. <clears throat> so then I have to decide: Am I Sam Burns? Right? Am I kind of like going for the guy that no one wants? That's got Nobody a chance. Sam Burns. I kind of. I already forgot about your ownership thing. I love Sam Burns. He's great. But are the other people in the league going to do that? I don't know. There's two other people, and they're pretty smart if they made it to the finals. Because I'm smart. All right, Chad. All right. So if we look at we last year's. Scoreboard for DraftKings points. If you take out 
Kevin Na, who's six thousand dollars, you take out Billy Horschel, that was fifty one, and if you take out Daniel Berger, that's fifty eight. Your lowest priced guy there was eight thousand dollars inside the top ten of scoring. Now I know you don't need to get to the top ten to take down this thing, but it's pretty difficult to try to take the first two top guys. Is basically what I'm trying to get at. So yeah. Cantley and Rom were your two price guys top price guys last year. Um, mm-hmm. And I mean, Cantley was not in the GPP winning lineup and he was not in the optimal lineup, but he did have the most points scored. So he scored the most points. It just becomes a roster construction issue. Like right. with that many high price guys in the top 10 of um, drafting scoring last year, it'd be really difficult if you went like, It'd just be almost impossible if you went to the top two guys and then, I don't know, try to sprinkle someone in the middle. Like, you either, I don't know, this whole cash game thing that you have with those two guys, that you're basically, because this is like a true cash game that you're playing against them, I don't know what the right strategy is. Between That's my problem, thanks. I just don't think going with the top two guys is going to help you out that much. I just think the the other two people would not do that, for sure. That's okay. That's true because you are. This might be so the then, easiest time to play against somebody because you do know you're playing against just two other people, right? So if you know what they're gonna do, if you swerve from what they do, then yeah, you uh, you're probably going to maximize your ability to win this thing. But okay, what about is it stupid? to build balanced and try to just be like more normal cash style. You just go for birdies, not really care about the finishing position or starting strokes or anything like that. And just kind of pepper the eight and the nine and seven K range. Yeah. I think it still comes down to making the most birdies or not so much the most birdies, but just scoring the most DraftKings points, you know? Yeah. So, and that comes by birdies and, and, and Eagles. Right. Is there anyone going to Eagle par five? Probably not. There'll be some, but you won't. We won't know who they are. Everyone in this field has the ability to eagle any of these par fives. Okay. I don't even think you have a short ball hitter in the field that can't reach one of the par fives in two. What about not this really lineup? Not. Look at this lineup I just made. Yeah, it's got JT. Bye. Burns and M, so I'm peppering the 9K range, and then I'm using Morikawa because he's Morikawa. He's 7,900. And then I got Thigala's potential for like going ballistic, and then Birdie Billy Horschel. I actually kind of truly think this is the only week where you can actually just who do you think is going to score the lowest and just not even look at salary? Like, if. Okay. if if you were to think, it just... Hmm, let's ooh. see. I'd like Rom and Rory, and then I'd like Cam, and I'd like Scheffler and Cantley. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, you, got, you have to think about salary then. <laughs> no, I know. I just... Uh, okay. So, <clears throat> Birdie Brian Harmon is the name I've given Brian Harmon forever. So, it's like, could we go Birdie Brian Harmon at 57? And then Tom Hoagie goes after pins, and Poston goes putts well God. sometimes. So then we could go stars and scrubs the hell out of this thing. You could, and then we got Scheffler or Cantley. That's where I was gonna, and I, then I can go down. In Homa, yeah. See, I wouldn't already... go that route. But if you went Homa like Birdie. Cantley or Scheffler, now you could put what? 
you could put like Rom, Cam Smith in your lineup, or you could go Rory. Well, I liked Burns. Yeah. And Rom. And but you I could also even, go. I don't even need this. Rory instead of Rom, you know? Oh my God, I could do this. There you go. Congratulations on your championship win. <laughs> you think that's weird? That's that's too a weird. solid lineup there, right? Right there, especially in this league. Okay, so now I, I invited the two other people that are in the finals on to try to get them to tell me who they were going to click, and they both ignored the invite. Because <laughs> I was like, "Oh well, let's do a draft, and you pick one, and I pick the other, and then we know we have different teams, and it's worth." That's what I think I'm going to force the three people to do next year is to like do a draft. Would that yeah, be different? Not? It'd be cool. Cause then yeah. like, otherwise I'm like, I'm pretty sure the other two are going to get like, this is going to be their start. Like it's going to be Xander, Rory, like Connors or something. Maybe. And then wise. You know what? If you know that, you could just copy this and then just get real different at the bottom. That way you'll be tied with them with these four players and then you just have to beat them with the other two. True. The, you know, typically what happens is at the end of the pod, I'm done drinking and I'm like clicking in that. I may even like forget about it for a couple hours, watch a show or whatever, and I'm about to go to bed, and I'm like, oh, shoot, I got to make a lineup. Did I ever decide? And then I'm like, what am I going to do? And then it's always what I, like, originally did. It's kind of weird how that, like, works out. It just gives you validation then, doesn't it? Yeah, where I'm like, oh, this is naturally in my beer gut brain where I want to go, and it feels right. So it's kind of like, I think I'll end up with that, uh, what did we say? This... See, oh God, and then it's like JT for 9,400. He's got to be, that seems low. <laughs> here here comes your FOMO. This is where your FOMO's coming into play. <laughs> oh, it man. Uh, it's called uh, analysis by paralysis. Correct. Whatever. Paralysis by analysis. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I have a problem. Uh, we don't, we, uh, I'll have to probably end the pod short so I can go make my lineup. <laughs> potentially. Uh, but I do think that like um, in a normal week, in a normal field, I think you need to use about 25 players. And so I think I'm like, I used to think that you shouldn't do that for 30 men is that you should condense your player pool. But I, I still think you need, you need to use names. So just, or don't play that week. I don't know. That's what I'm doing. Just one I actually out. absolutely love this week. Because oh, the really? chance of, of me hitting the optimal lineup is extremely high compared to other weeks. Because that's all your goal is. It's easier. Yeah. And yeah. if I I hope the optimal lineup is in one of the 50 cent contests or one of the $1 <laughs> contests that I'm in. And yeah. if it isn't and it's in the dime time or the quarter arcade, guess what? I'm still making a profit for the week. Like this is up, this is up my alley. This is my jam. These limited field events, tournament champions earlier this year, closest I was ever to the optimal lineup. I'm kind of I'm I'm digging this. This is what I like. Well, good. Are you digging what they're doing to the tour? They've made some changes, and apparently, Dylan Deether has written an article about the ten biggest changes. I didn't look at this yet, but then uh, here we go. Where 
now there's official top players. So like players who finish in the top 20 are under the current player impact program and players who finish in the top 20 under the revised program will be considered top players. It's like, what? Do you know anything about this top player thing? I saw that earlier. Yeah. Are we into that? Does it matter? Is it like, this is kind of equivalent to the NBA doing an all first team and all second team. And it applies to their contracts and they like get voted on. And like, I think this is kind of what that might be. Yeah. I'm cool with it. Cause they've juiced up the player impact program. They've added money. It wasn't, 50 million bucks and now they've doubled it to 100 million effective immediately it says in 2022 the top players they'll be scored based off their q score their social media will be you know figured out i don't know how they figure out that stupid q (laughs) scores or whatever but that will result in them getting paid millions of dollars good for them do you care no no not really again this is more uh... So they're so they're making these changes, and it's great for the players. And this it's exactly what Phil wanted them to do. So yes, good job, Phil. Um, mm-hmm. So they're making all these changes for the play. I don't think that this does anything for me or you or anybody no. that watches. No, it's this is not going to make golf. They're not going to golf their golf balls better because they have more money. How dare you, Josh? How dare no, you? I don't think that, and I think that. They're going to scam the businesses that do spend money on advertising by telling them that they're going to have more quality viewers or better, like. Well, then, so they have the they have that thing where if you're in the top twenty, then you're you're forced forced to play in whatever the twenty events are together. So, so they say that that's going to be the. That's gonna be like the the happiness for the fans, but I mean, there's twelve. Is it really? Yeah. And and that's by the way, that's prior. That's for the prior year, and we know how how volatile a lot of players are. There's like yeah, four dudes that are really good every single year for the entire year. The rest are like they're good for the year, so they'll be in the top twenty, and then the next year they might suck and they might not be fun to watch oh my god that happens all the time like harris english was one i can think of like louis stays in one every single almost one every single event and then died a year later like right so that so they're they're kind of pushing this as oh well the top 20 are all going to be together for 20 the top 20 from the last year big deal I i want the top 20 of the current year yeah no, I know. Or like it should just be like a college BCS kind of thing. Each week it's a new poll of who's the top 20. Uh, there's purses for at least $20 million in these 12 elevated events. Uh, they haven't really announced much. I think it's more or less vague on purpose, but there's three. Yeah, and it has to be vague because they haven't. They spit this out in like three days. They don't yeah, even this know is all bullshit. <laughs> so right now they've got the elevated events being the playoffs, clearly those three events, the Genesis, the Arnold Palmer, the Memorial, the WGC match play, the Century Tournament of Elite Players, because it's not champions anymore. Yeah, they should change the name of that now. Four additional elevated events could be the 3M Open. Doubt it, I like but... the uh, the idea of calling it the Tournament of Elites. Yeah. 
That sounds that sexy. Is it's got a nice uh it's got a nice ring to it. The tournament, tournament of, of the elites. The yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I like it. Okay, so this says we'll see the top pros yeah, this is, this at is least the one twenty know. times. So they're gonna all play in the aforementioned twelve elevated events plus the three non-elevated events that gets them to fifteen, and then there's the players' championship, which was assumed to be an elevated event. Hey, isn't this what Quagnus was talking about earlier in the year? Like how the top pros don't care. Now we get to kind of force them to care. Yeah, I think that's it is kind of forcing them to. Yeah, it makes. And then it's exactly what Adam Scott Adam Scott put his foot in his mouth because he said, oh, I only care about these 10 events, 12 events. And then they're like, fuck, is that right? And then everyone's like, that's everybody. Adam Scott is everyone. And <laughs> also the fans. And they're like, oh, shit, really? So then they're like, mm, why? But so, so then 3M, the business itself, why the fuck would they care about sponsoring the Open in Minnesota? Like, fuck Yeah, you. I think the small tournaments are getting going to be fucked by this. Which, because now that all these guys are forced into playing these other these other events together, none of them are going to go to the 3M now. Correct. The, the top price guy at the 3M next year is going to be like Sepp Straka. No, this is like it's going to help 20 events, but it's going to hurt the nine or whatever. Right. And you know what they should have did on top of all this? Or they should have both nine. Yep. That's exactly what they <laughs> should have done. And they give everybody a rest. Give all of us people like a chance to just be like, we're, we didn't have golf this weekend. Shoot. 100%. Or it's the middle of July. It's hot as shit. Let's not play a tournament in Memphis that no one cares about. That's an alternate event. That's got right. for, stable for scoring for whatever. Right. Just, just delete the events. Or all fully exempt tour players will get 500,000 bucks. What is this? Just free, just free cash to for just five hundred thousand. That's not, that's nothing to these people. Uh, but thanks. Okay, so that means more commercials that we'll have to watch to pay those players for that. For sure. Uh, there will be a stipend for all tour members. So now we're gonna pay money to these people for missing yeah, the they cut. cuts. Yeah, which makes sense. Like in a way, like they they participated. They may have brought or someone who may have come to the tournament. For the Friday and set, or Thursday and Friday rounds to see this person and let them get. Paid. Although we have, we ha- do have to remember that I would be surprised if it was less. I'm going to go with 95. percent Might even be more. Most of these dudes that show up to events have sponsors that are paying them to show up at these events. So it's True. not like they're leaving with zero points. I guess they yeah, got we, paid for being, there. we don't know <laughs> the behind the scenes money. It's all, it was always shady. The tour oh, championship yeah. has some extra juice. That's dumb. You get 20 wins and you're a lifetime member. Is that just arbitrary because Rory has 20? It probably no. is. No, no, it's not. It's uh, a big deal. It, 20 is okay, a number. So lifetime member. Yeah, that is a really big deal. Actually. Why isn't it 15 and like let why isn't it 17? What's 20? Why 20? Hold on. I forgot what the old rule was. I don't know. There's an old rule. I th- I, th- I thought the old rule was you you have to be oh, a member for no, no, no. you had to play time. yeah, you had to be a member for 15 years in addition yeah. to 20 wins. Ooh. So that's that's like Davis Love. He's a lifetime member. Um Got it. and so I, I think just so, loosening those rules. Which is great because, yeah, being a lifetime member means you don't have to qualify 
you know, like what if Ricky Fowler had 20 wins and then he had his like little blow up? He'd be a lifetime member with these new rules and then he'd be able to play without having to worry about, you know, going to the corn ferry or what, he whatever. He should be a lifetime member. Okay, so JT looks like he'll be the next one. At, he's at 15 wins. I don't know. It seems kind of arbitrary. They should make it 15. Let JT be the – I mean, who's going to get – how many people are going to get 15 wins in their career? A lot. I th- I think that I think oh. they uh, they made sure it was twenty at least twenty so Rory could have it. Mm-hmm. Hey, let's let's be honest here. Yeah, uh, the first Rory. person that changed all of this thing was Phil, but the next two people that basically just changed the entire PGA Tour are Tiger and Rory. Rory changed the tour. He's he's there for good. You can't you can't not have him have lifetime status. What is the TGL? that's that's super it's golf but louder or no golf but uh remix golf but louders live it's Uh, remix but remix (laughs) should we show the video they i mean they they, i i I thought they were gonna say golf but louder in this video actually partnership with rory and it's rory's like dark scary face like, did they recently film this? They, had, they just created this company like five days ago. This is 100% exactly what lived it. This is literally. It's the same colors and everything. It looks a little nicer. I'm not going to lie. Like, oh, yeah, like, they maybe a little bit. got way top. smarter people. Dude. This is too loud. Oh, here it is. Gosh. This reminds me of video games. Yes, for sure. This is it is a video, video game. They're doing it. They're they're hitting into a screen. Yeah, this isn't even real golf. This is like Tiger's going to smash a ball into a fake screen. Do you think that they're <laughs> it not literally is a video game is what they're this doing. This is so dumb. I cannot believe that this they're not I will this. bet it right now this does not actually happen. I would, you know what? I would no, no, no. It's, it's going to happen for no. sure. This is going to intrigue my nephew who is 20 years old. This will intrigue all the women in my family who don't care to watch golf. This looks way more fun than golf. I'll be, I will watch that. Is that right? I, I, I'm saying now I will watch this all 15 episodes or however many. I'll watch all 15. Also saying I watch all the live events. I think they're fun too, so. Well, what's yeah, up with golf. the green? So, so part more of it's going to... It's more and it's different. Yes. Okay. Okay. It's fun. I mean... <laughs> hey, hold on. Here's a, here's a, here's a hot uh, topic. Did, did Liv help create this? Yeah. Oh, oh, conspiracy. Do we want to <laughs> well, talk no, no, about no, no, that no. now? Or I'm do not we saying wait? they were involved. I'm just saying... Oh, oh yeah. No, they for sure this. created this because of Liv. For sure. So everything that everyone was talking yeah, they're, about. They're, look, they're even doing the announcing soon thing like Liv does. Look at that. What a joke. Weird. Honestly. I mean, Weird. The, this no was offense. directly created because of Liv. Tomorrow sure. Sports was like literally created yesterday. They, yeah, they made the company five days ago. I mean, I'm 37. I, I You can't fool me as much as you could have fooled me like 10 years ago when they did. They they keep pretending to do shit. And they keep pretending that they're going to make differences and changes and stuff. And Phil was right. Phil called their bluff and he said, you know what? Fuck you. I'm taking this $250 because you're not giving me the money that I that 
technically he deserved. So he said bye. And then everyone was like, what's he doing? And he in behind the scenes was like whispering like, this is what we have to do. Or else the PGA Tour, Jay Monahan is not nice. He's nice to your face. He like said that or whatever. And then here we are. Fast forward. Now, I saw a bunch of tweets today. If this had happened, this conversation between Tiger and Rory and Jay in March or April, or back before the live got their footing and got going and started buying people, could they have made this? A, they could have made a difference. I think. I think they fucking. And they live would probably would not exist. They reacted. This is a reactive thing. Instead yeah, of, they they didn't think that live would get off the ground. It's clear if you if you go back and recall all of their um, sure. all of their interviews, all of the, even by the way, even multiple players that are on live right now had interviews that said it's not even a thing. I, I'm not going to go. Brooks, I'm pretty sure Brooks said they literally are not a thing. I I can't comment on it because it's not a thing. And then it turned into a thing because they that fucking he, let it be a thing that he is a part of now. That he yeah that he's now. You know what they should do? Uh, the PGA should do. They should call Phil today or tomorrow or the next day and say, "Phil, buddy, you were right. We're sorry. Come on back." Phil, you're allowed back. Actually, and Phil is the only one they let back. Yeah, that would be a massive troll. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. What if? And I don't know if there's stocks involved. Phil just dumped all of his money into the PGA Tour stock and went to live. You know, to kind of like take money from there and now that this will take off he's just gonna get he's double it back yeah he's bringing it back yeah, exactly he's i like, like it him. all right so should we do the after show now and play the music it's been an hour so that uh felt, that felt after show-ish already i know that's the problem is like we've kind of transitioned i think in the fall swing we still do the names and reasons on wednesdays and then we cut this done and we switch over to spaces on twitter now, hear me out. This sounds weird, and I'm not a big Spaces guy. Like, I never really was. But... I don't even know what it is. No, it's... it's So that... It's a little bit less... It's passive version of what we're doing. It's like, what we're doing is way too formal for a lot of people. It is? Yeah, dude. People on... Like, for Spaces, for example, like, I can grab the phone, I can go out to my porch, I can listen, and then I can click mute, and I can click back in, and someone else can be talking about something that I can contribute to, and then I can say, oh, hey, I'm here real quick. Oh, yeah, that's this is and then I can go back to my life, and I can go over here, I can, you know, do whatever I want to do in the garage, and then I can come back out, I can do my thing, and, you know, and, like, versus being on camera and having, like, a formal thing and then like announcing a comment out on the stage. And then that's like, no, do you just like have it be more relaxed and more informal? And that's what spaces has become. And I think that it could really work well with the after show content. Yeah. More people will probably get involved. It seems like that's probably more comfortable for people because they don't have to show their face. That's probably yeah. why they don't join this one. But then again, we have to funnel people to another place or try to find people or pick people up and take them places. And Darbo, you know this in the content-making world. It's not easy to make po podcasts. That's the yeah. problem. This is so, true. Which is another topic. Let's talk about that in a second here. Let's play the music. Let's be done with the program. Thanks for watching. Peace out. I almost, I almost moved my cursor over the end broadcast. Yeah, don't... Don't, don't do that. I almost did it again. <laughs>
okay and that's what we do we do a show it's an hour long it's names and reasons it's sometimes touting it's sometimes ownership it's sometimes all those things it is wednesdays now and then we'll go continue the conversation on the after show i did mention to josh that i have i have to like actually do work later are you going to get another beer yep okay yeah are, am I involved in this? Or no, no, I'm just saying I have like I have to do things tonight, so I can't be here till too late. But at the same time, making podcasts, that's what we're doing. We do that. Darbo does that. Um, it's hard to do. It's hard to get people to listen to them. Darbo, you're actually doing a pretty good job of continuing the train down the tracks. I think we we can, can we can relate into that a little bit as you know as far as making content and trying to just get people to continue to watch it over and over again it's sure. nice to have a little lull and give people a break do you, well, do you kind of feel that too screen. when making content in the way that we make it it's like it never ends like for example the NFL i have somewhat of like oh it's fun to hear pat and jeff talk football or Adam Levitan again. I haven't heard him do that in, since January. Like so it's months. like, you know, it's months. So for us, it's never ending. Do you get tired doing it? Yeah. Uh, I actually said this on my pod. I, I'm going to make sure. So I had some goals I had in the beginning of the season that I have not hit. One of them was building a database. The other one was publishing a website. So I had said at the end of my strategy video that... Um, my focus, my primary focus is to, to get the database finished. I, I'm going to get that done before I create any more DFS content. So um, okay. I thought about so maybe soon. doing a strat. Go ahead. You're going to do it soon. Yeah. So I took off work this, this Monday, Tuesday after the tour championship, because I'm going to sit down and just like, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping to get it done. And then also like set up a process that after every week, you know, I just copy over the data that I'm that I usually do, put it into a spreadsheet that I can load into the database. Super simple. And once that's done, like you want to know how much like that that cuts off maybe three to four hours, you know, a week for me. And that's three to four hours after my nine to five job, you know. So like my Mondays are usually just twenty four seven in front of the uh, in front of the the screen, just updating spreadsheets trying to get all the data over to where I want it. And then, you know, whereas if I just had it in a database that I can obviously hook up to a, a website, I can just hit record and start talking about the next event after I put the, you know, the DraftKings data in or whatever. And that is so much more simpler than what I have to currently do. So right. yeah, no, I'm, I'm going to take a break, Chad, basically from uh, podcasting just to, you know, hit these goals that I had that I haven't been able to because of the grind, you know, of, of podcasting every single week. And Josh, you've done it now for the whole season. This is your first season of podcasting as being a member of a team of podcasting. How do you feel? Is that a question? Uh, <laughs> That was more of like a statement, so I just shook no. my head like, yes, I agree, it yeah, was. microphone and internet connection is key. That's part of basics 101 of podcasting is making you've, sure. Uh, you've, by the way, you've said microphone is the most important thing to you. 
I think to me, and I don't, by the way, I don't watch a whole lot of shit, but to me, I think the camera is more important. Oh, you watch a lot of it. I by the I way, hear, I listen to iTunes a lot. Oh, so well, okay, so then that's different. But I'm talking like if you're looking at our fucking ugly faces every week. I was I watched back the the first few that we did. Yeah, that's that's pretty ugly. I wish I would have been more opposite of side when you did that. Uh, <laughs> I I watched back before I got this new fancy little uh, uh, camera situation on my computer. The quality of my camera before was dog shit. Like yeah. I, if I saw if I saw our three little faces here and I was somebody else. And I saw me in one of the corners with that stupid screen. I probably would have said, "No, nah, I'll go somewhere else." Yeah, that's, you know what? that's exactly what happened. They actually uh, did. Uh, they have analytics on this. The mic is the most important thing. Oh, and interesting. People, people absolutely hate listening. Like, if if say your uh, your sound went in and out, or you didn't have a pop filter and you just all the time. People can't stand that stuff, and they will turn off your podcast sooner than if they can't see your face. You know, like, if you were more blurry, you know, it's not that big of a deal, but if they can't hear you or if, or if you sound like a robot or you sound like you're in a fishbowl or, or whatever, that it, – it's been proven that people don't – they would just turn it off because they can't. Hmm. I, mean, I wonder what the – what the minimum requirements for that would be like there i mean obviously if you're just using your the you got a laptop in front of you I, chad you use a laptop don't you and yeah. you just use whatever the camera is on the laptop and then the microphone what that comes with the uh laptop if you yeah. just use those two features if as i feel like that's like the low bar where that's just not good enough and you have to upgrade from that but then the question is how far do you have to upgrade to get it to a standard where people aren't going to turn it off because you sound like sound and or look like a moron? Yeah, I don't. It's know. like I bought I bought a microphone to. I used to use a laptop. I bought a microphone so I didn't have to use the microphone that was built into the laptop. It's like an average one on Amazon. It's not like the super high tech one. It's not anything like the one Darbo has. It's probably not like the one you have, Chad. It's a hundred dollars. Yeah, it was like 50, 60, 70 bucks, something like that. I bought mine for $100 too. Yeah, yeah. I, look, I like yours. I need a new and one. It was uh, it was before it took off. The brand took off. It's a Sam Sun, not a Sam Sung. I think that might be what I got just in my... Yeah, S-A-M-S-O-N, not a S-A-M-S-U-N-G, you know, like the phone, the Samsung phone. It's a Sam Sun, like the son of Sam. Anyways... Yeah, I got mine uh, really low, ninety nine bucks. Um, Sounds good. Yeah, it's pretty high quality. I mean, I there are a lot of settings on here. I can also connect my my guitar to it and be able to play guitar through, you know, software. Um, it's really cool. I I like this mic a lot. Oh, that but, speaking uh, of guitar, Quagnus is playing guitar right now somewhere. Yes, he, he said he wanted to come on. No, you know, Martin's uh gets a little tipsy when he plays on those gigs. So why not have a tipsy shit. Martin's on here? It's like no, the, but he like hangs out with friends after it's over. Oh, gotcha. He did he did say oh, I'm gonna I'm pulling it up. No, he he pretended like he was. He always pretends that he's gonna come on later. 
Uh, I think, though, there's plenty of podcasts out there that don't have good microphones or they don't record correctly or certain things that I just I cert I cannot believe it. Like, it really is bizarre to me that if you're being paid to do this, like most people, I mean, we're not, <laughs> but uh, most people that are like people that I listen to, I'm like, assume that they're paid. Like they have money to buy a microphone. Do they not? And then, or well, how do they even have issues? Josh, this comes up a lot. There's not a lot. I, there's every two. week there's some podcast or some something <laughs> that, they tweet, they quote tweet their show, and they're like, "Shit, had audio issues." I don't even understand how that happens. I don't like. There is no chance on this show that we would quote tweet this show and say there is audio problem because I don't understand how that happens. No, either for us, it we wouldn't even go. We'd, in. we'd either get off the ground or we would not. And then if we're off the right. ground, it's working. Like there's no exactly. I mean, there's no way to mess up the audio unless. <laughs> One of our microphones gets unplugged, which is your – that's not an audio issue. That's you being a fucking moron. Or <laughs> yeah, or I didn't hit live, go live. That's the only way there could be an audio issue. Right. So, so I, don't, um, I, don't, I don't understand how <laughs> this happens. Audio issue. How does – I don't understand how that happens. Yeah. Either way, I want to – Put a bow on it and ask Darbo if he believes that this content creating thing that he's been doing has been worth doing. Do you think that it's worth doing if someone's at home with major FOMO and is hating on you and me because they're like, how did they get there? How do they get to where they got? And we're like, we didn't get anywhere. We have, we're nowhere, A. And B, it, is it worth getting to where you are, which is nowhere? Well, I has it been so, worth it? <laughs> to me, I, I I think this just goes to like our conversations about building lineups. What is your goal? You know, right. like what's your goal to do this? I'll say this. I just got to 450 subscribers last week. That was I mean, when I think back and I reflect on it, because I even pulled it up in my video, I was like, where was I at the beginning of the year? I was at 260 subscribers. Yeah. So I've great. gained nearly 200 subscribers within this whole season. When I look back, when I like reflect on that, that feels really good. Like that's a huge accomplishment. Like my my goal for this year was to get to a thousand subscribers, but I always create lofty goals. Um, but yeah, reflecting on it, it's like, had I not been doing this, I mean, I've been doing this for like three years. Had I not been doing this, I wouldn't have ever experienced that. But to go even uh, layers deeper, it's like the whole experience of first finding a mic finding a camera. My camera was on sale as well. And it's the C920. So it's like the really good one. Mm -hmm. um, I got that on sale, putting that up and just having a clear picture. That's awesome. Having sound is awesome. Learning how to work with the filters in the software and stuff like that. All of it to me is cool because you get to understand how some of these other guys do it and, mm -hmm. and how great their productions are. Now I have more you know, a, a better feel and, and, uh, you know, what, no, what's yeah. what I'm looking for? Like, I'm you respect the, you respect the yeah. hustle of a Pat Mayo. I mean, like I really do. And the way that he transitions, the way that he controls guests, the way that he asks questions, you know, Joe, 
Idoni took over the preferred lines and did it and ran with it this year. And I think he kind of was a little bit newer out the gate. But just this last week, he had that caddy on and the questions that he asked and the way that they interacted and everything. I'm like, bro, you you're good to go. Like you are awesome at this. And like I, it's entertaining to me and it feels real. So you do understand that it doesn't yeah. take that much to get there to to fake the real stuff. But it's it is not without a lot of work. Like we're dedicating a lot of hours and time, even just writing out that I'm dedicating hours. You want to know another worth it? Audio doesn't work. Problems forever. Shit's a chore sometimes, and you can tell. (laughs) You can actually tell who the people in the industry are that are obligated to do it. You want to know another another thing that I've learned is like you listen back on some of your podcast. Like I'll listen to my podcast and I'll be like the hell you started saying something and then you just completely dropped it and you went to somewhere else like (laughs) so you can you can kind of admire you know the professionals and how good they are at what they do and it's almost it's like as if they're just talking you know i've always joked to like past uh or to friends past girlfriends or whatever like sometimes i black out when i'm talking and i (laughs) like i know i know where i'm trying to get to but I don't I couldn't tell you what I just did five minutes ago or like five seconds ago. I have no idea what I just said five seconds ago. Or like so the, the where you drive down the street and you're like, how did I get to the stop sign? I didn't remember getting uh, <laughs> Josh, <laughs> you you currently are a contributor to a website. It's rotoballer.com that we could promote on this website. Sure, they're great. Every, everybody at Rotoballer is great. We can promote them all we no, want. Um and I don't knock those people for going out of their they're doing things they're making their time they're taking their time to contribute you do your model or you do your course breakdowns or whatever you do you do things for a website or a business and they're compensating you for that i think people who are who are uh going out of like they want to be promoted to these websites or they want a job as a writer of this website or whatever like I came out of college and I really wanted to do this. I wanted to grind. I wanted $25 per article, you know, like I wanted that life, but I don't, I don't know how, how that is that. Is there a way to like, I know that's the route that I have taken basically to get to be to before sitting on this show. That's the route I took. I, right. True. I just don't know. I did. I was, I I had a group text with, four or five buddies we would text every day or every week well every day pretty much for golf text about all these takes and everything and every time i'm sending out these takes i'm like i should just write them down and put these on the internet and then i think it was i think it was mayo might have been somebody else retweeted or quote tweeted some website called ambush sports they um they specialized in like very niche sports so they were like really big into like uh the off football leagues like the afl and stuff they were really big into all like not really well i guess they probably did nfl but not really like nba not really like mlb but just brought golf on and they're like we're hiring a writer and i'm like cool i don't know anything about anything but i'll just put my name in there i must have been the only one to have seen it the dude that was running the program sends me a message hey can you just send me like a 
like a piece of your work. And I'm like, dude, I've never written anything before. <laughs> and so we talked for a while and he's like, all right, dude, we'll just like give it a shot. So then I did. And th- by the way, these were, you're putting this on there and they're not, you're not getting paid. I like that was for free. So I did that for a while. Then something in my brain came up with the, um, the course breakdown thing that I've been doing. So I posted like three or four of them on that site right before the tour championship started. Mm. Joe nicely ran into it because they were posted for free. Joe nicely sends me a message, goes, Hey, don't know your situation with these ambush people, but if you want to like get paid to do this, come put it on Rotoblock. I'm like, that's awesome. Deal. Yeah. So, so then after the tour, uh, started that century tournament champions two years ago and then from there added a couple more articles there then we started doing i did like a show with them then i started trolling you a little bit so we started you invited me on to do your thing and then all of this has all just happened and now here i am like talking to you every single week so yeah how you're saying people want to start is basically how i've gotten from free articles on some website that might not even exist anymore to sit in here okay perfect but you think josh bennett is like living the absolute dream and making a bunch of money doing this and like <laughs> having Wait, people think that i don't know i don't I know. hope not or it, it it reminds me of the i have know, a day job the, the <laughs> website everyone in this industry has a job websites that come up and they kind of come up and they have the head of content the head of creative writing for that segment of that site and then we're bringing on staff members and the staff members are going to have these things you know like and they they're really titles to and there's announcements for them. people joining the site and like it like wow oh and then you get jealous or whatever and you see dude got an opportunity and now he's and then you see like where is this what is this website and they're like wow they have 10.9k followers because every one of these websites always has 10.4k followers because they buy 10,000 right away so then you get jealous and you think that that's worth it and then really in reality you at home could easily trump whoever is out there for sure Anyone this, is, yeah, this is why, uh, by the way, a lot of them, so they, they take these cool sounding jobs like, ooh, staff yeah. member at XXXX website. Yeah. They take these jobs and then two years later, they post a little screenshot of their notes app that says, hey, by the way, I have a family and a job, so I like can't do this anymore. Thanks for all your support. This happens every single year with all of these people. So that is exactly my point. If it, that, if it was that great of a job or paid that great, you wouldn't see any of these. Oh, I got to stop because I have a job and seven kids and blah, 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 blah. So. Well, and the truth is the curve is so it's so obvious. Like we all want to figure out the game at the beginning of January and February. And we want to know who's new in the industry, what content they have, and are they providing information that's giving, that's giving people an advantage. And I have FOMO for a certain personality that I've never seen before. Who is this guy? What are they about? Do they know more than me? And then that, that hits about March or, you know, around the time the masters and you're like, wait a second, it's just another fucking guy just like me or, 
knows more, maybe a little bit less, maybe more about stats than me, less actually watching golf, doesn't know how to pronounce the names, and it reveals he's a fool. Darbo, you know what I'm saying? So then they have this tail off of, oh, God, everyone's realizing that I'm just a guy who's 28, who likes golf, he wants to do this for fun and doesn't want a real job. Like nobody wants a real job, but none of these jobs that we really want pay anything that we would need to earn to earn a living to pay for a house or whatever. So it comes down to the person usually that is waving the flag of I'm in this new cool position and I'm the biggest article writer at this website and I'm famous now. They're not paid shit. I don't understand how they're even making money enough to live outside of their parents' basements. Plus, they're also frauds because they don't know anything else that more than you do. But they're in a position of some sort of authority because they wanted that or they got that by writing an article. Josh, like you just said, you are nobody. No offense to you. But you've made it this far in the world. You're making viral tweets. You got followers and shit like that. The and best part is I feel great. And I I understand it, though. I'm not sitting here like I should be able to quit my well, you're day like job. You're like 35. Like, how old are you? Like, you're old. 31. You're like 30. Okay, I should. Yeah, you're in your 30s. Right, we got we to gotta, gotta put, put this up. I'm this, this guy has the coolest name of all time. T-Box Mike. What a great name. Oh, Wish you luck, well and luck. luck as well, Mike. Uh, but all I'm saying right. is that these kids out of college that then they get jealous. Oh my gosh, how did he get that promotion at Fantasy Points? How does he have his own <laughs> podcast? How does he work for Rick Run Good? How did he get that job? It's like, dude, you could have had that job. You could have that job. Like, you could do it if you wanted it, right, Darbo? I think, or you do what Darbo and I have done and you realize this and you realize that everybody can build and they can get to there and they can eventually be like, Oh wait, I can just have my own brand. Like just build your own brand, Josh. Why don't you build your own brand? Do yourself. Yeah. Just do your own. So it's a lot of work. I don't know. I I don't know where I went with that. That was a little bit of a, no, it's, it's, it's fine. Like, uh, cause it, it was going on with what we're talking about with podcasting. We were talking about mics, cameras, you oh, yeah, know, yeah. and it went on. But, you know, Andy Lack had said when he was on the podcast, you know, what is what's your goal? Like, is are you trying to make this a profession? Are you just doing this after work? Is this just a hobby? That kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Andy networked and he mm-hmm. went out and he mm-hmm. reached out to people. He was, you know, he's trying to make it big time. Mm-hmm. Obviously, that's how he's moving up. Eric Darbo has done zero networking outside of when people ask me to be on their show. Like I don't, I've never really reached out to anybody to be mm-hmm. like, Hey, you want to be on my show or Hey, can I be on your show or let's collaborate? Let's do this. Except for you, Chad. Like I used to like joke around with you, make beer bets based off of who I thought was going to play better than, you know, your, I forget what your, like, I just saw one of like your own guys. or something. Yeah. yeah, you had like when you did the little tally marks on the piece yeah. of paper, you're like John Rom in 12 lineups. And I'm like, oh, you're completely fading Rory. All right. Rory versus Rom for yeah. a beer, you know, yeah. and that's that's how I got in your circle of things. Yeah. But I think it's just based off of your willingness to put yourself out there in because mm-hmm. like this is all sole proprietorship. Basically, you mm-hmm. you are your own boss. You are your own, you know, business. 
do you want to make a name for yourself? If you do, you might have to kiss some asses. You might, you know, and that's that's just never been in my repertoire. I don't like kissing ass, so I'm not going to reach out to, like, the high names and be like, you know, whatever. Um, yeah. I'm not going to retweet any of their stuff because yeah. I, I don't no. – I personally don't really like them. <laughs> like, no, well, I, know, I, I should say I don't like them, people. but I don't like what they do. I think a lot of it's disingenuine, and I, I, I just don't – I don't like it. No, 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 and that's fair. And then you get what you get in a way, but at the right, same yeah, time, absolutely. more oh. or less, the world works on a person-to-person basis. What so, I was trying to get at with that is, and, yeah, I was, exactly. I like, was just on Joe Nicely's podcast, The Turn, mm-hmm. and afterwards we're talking about. He goes, "Oh, I didn't even think you were available. I thought you just wanted to do your own thing because, like, you do have you're doing your own thing and." You know, I, I didn't even know if you were interested in writing for us or anything like that. So, you know, I'm obviously kind of putting out a, you know, an aura out there saying I'm a lone wolf and this is how I like to do stuff. Yeah. So we've got things that we can work on in the fall swing and into 2023. And I think it's going to be we're going to continue to try to do this amateur hour thing, grow it together, have fun, be here as a small community, know that what we talk about is between the six and seven, 10, 12, 15, a hundred of us that listen to this and that it's not, we're not trying to appeal to the masses. I'm not (laughs) trying to gain a gigantic following. I'm not networking either. So there's that. Uh, (laughs) But because I have a real job, I'm networking in real estate instead of fucking fancy calls, I think. But um building a twitter following that's kind of exhausting and it might be a waste of time and twitter's weird and josh you know you here you know coming from somebody that has gone from like 200 followers to almost 4,000 like very quickly i like you just said trying to build a following i think the best way to do it is to not try correct Uh like by the way i would much rather like tweet to like 200 people because this last tweet that I had was really fun for about 10 minutes. And then I got really bored. <laughs> and I got really annoyed. Then I got really bored again. So if that's what you want, try, I don't, I don't think you'd even need to try, try to build. If you're oh, good yeah. at whatever you're doing, if you're tweeting out, whatever you're good at, people will find you and they'll say, wow, you're good. Follow. If you're a fraud, I mean, that's, I guess that's fine. I know it will happen that way too, but. I, I really don't even think you need to try. If you're good at it, people will find you and follow you. No, and I think what you should consider what you said that you wish you only had 200 followers. Just can just continue to tweet as if you only have 200 followers because I do. That's why I get called yeah, a moron and people that's make the best. Me being from Minnesota. I mean, uh, now <laughs> again, there's there's different ways to build your brand on Twitter and to make yourself out, you know, put yourself out there in different ways. By the way, being a brand, uh, T-Box Mike has sent a message again that I'm intrigued. T-Box Mike says, hey, that's our app. I assume that must mean that that's an T-Box is an app. Oh. If that's real, you don't have to say that. Find me on Twitter and DM me because I'm going to look at your app. Yeah, we'll, spo- we'll, we'll do a sponsorship. Whatever. If that if that's what he means, I don't even I don't exactly know what that means, but T box T box sounds golf related, so I'm in to check out a golf app. You know. Yeah. Okay, Sorry. so um, 
I feel bad unfollowing people a lot of times too. Unfollowing? Yeah. Like there are some times where I'm just like, dude, you're the worst Twitter. You have you're a bad you're a bad Twitter account. Ooh, I got a good one that I unfollowed the other day. Did you unfollow Uh-oh. somebody? Because like I just mute them, and then Dude, are you gonna are you gonna announce who it is? Oh sure. Uh oh. Oh boy. Uh, North Forker coach. Oh. I didn't. I didn't get a chance to unfollow. I got blocked. Yeah, he unfollowed. I'm unblocked now. Well, he okay. So he unfollowed me, but I've been like planning. Oh, I was just even planning. I just like, well, this guy just shut up already. Like <laughs> the weakest little baby that I could possibly like follow on Twitter. I was super close to being like, I'm not. I, I can't stand this stuff anymore. Him and his fights with outright or with Jeff. Uh, you know, like I just like this is annoying. And then I'm like, I wonder if this motherfucker's following me anymore. And I go and I look, not following me. He's only following like 39 people. I'm like, oh, you think you're big time. Hey, buddy. Like, I'm unfollowing <laughs> you now. Like, this yeah. is fucking stupid. Bye bye. Good God, that guy. No backbone whatsoever. Yeah, no, I, I uh, I'm very selective of people that I follow. So I usually don't have to unfollow people because I, I like, I look into people's profiles and stuff before I go in. And if I see a tweet and it's cool and I click, I'll click on the tweet, I'll go to their profile and be like, that tweet was cool, but are the other ones good or do they actually suck? And that one was just good. I'm oh, Mike is, uh, Mike's in the chat. Discord. Yeah. No, hey, on Discord. the Discord channel. Sorry, I meant. So he said, yeah. Okay, let me, let me share what he just sent me. Oh, he sent it? What is T-Box? Oh, okay. Here we go. It's a. Oh, you find similar golfers. This is what we were talking about the other day. Oh, we did yeah, talk about this. this is what like you're talking about. Yeah. Oh, this is real. Oh my god, that is so funny, actually. Wait a second. We did talk about this a couple months ago, didn't we? Yeah, and we were talking yeah. about how we were. No one would want to get paired with me. I won't I would, go, I would go on the website, and then I'd put my name in, and they'd be like. I won't go to the tea time hey, that time. I have Tinder a really funny points. story. Really funny story because Chad, you remind me of this. Um, a buddy of mine. I, I went to California with him that. a couple times to to live out there while he caddied. I worked out there. He comes over uh, to the golf course I'm working at. I just started at this golf course, and he comes over. He sees a game in the window, and he 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 literally just like the uh, the spirit was taking out of his body. And my other friend starts laughing. He goes, Darbo, no shit. He'd been talking about this game forever. He he made a he wanted to make a board game when he was high. He was high as fuck, wanted to make a board game of golf. And he comes to Cal- to the golf course I'm at, sees the board game that is exactly what he because it was based off of rolling dice. And every it's the exact same game that he thought of on his road trip out to California with this other friend in his car. So my buddy is just breaking out laughing. The uh, my other friend, complete lost spirit. It, like he just like he white in the face. He just he thought this was going to be a multi million dollar idea. We could never sell that board game. So it was it was a good thing he didn't invest any money into it. But the fact Someone's that there is a Tinder. A Tinder app for golf guy or you know for golfers. That's awesome. That's a Chad idea. Was right that the that had that? Was that a tweet we saw? 
that somebody no yeah uh, someone got ridiculed about the tweet how in the fuck did so, somebody, yeah, somebody tweeted and it? said it would be a cool idea i think it was like a blue check mark guy that tweeted and said there should be a tinder for finding golf people and we brought the tweet up and said we would never use it i think t-box mike how did you find us by the way yeah i want to know how this circle just came about how did <laughs> how did we just connect a circle i need how to know but he's he's in the he's in the fantasy golf pod discord his, na- his name's Mike B in there. He he will not be Mike B to me. He is T Box Mike. <laughs> T Box Mike. Uh, the yeah. So I love the idea. By the I way, like I just said idea. I said we we talked about this, and I think we all agreed that we would never use an app like this. I also think that the app's a really good idea because I think people will use it. People I just definitely don't, I, maybe I will. Maybe I'll use it. I think I'm going to download it. I think for me, oh. I'm a visual person as long as it looks good i'd probably use it that's right that's called seo baby he lives what in Edina. what the hell oh wait do i know him oh i know him i think i've dm'd him yeah we've dm'd before <laughs> he's literally <laughs> my world. my I'm stoner friend sober. eric that is what chad is he's my stoner friend eric <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> don't even talk to me it's been the longest day oh my god like I, I is it Wednesday still? Yeah, Fuck. yeah, it is. Maybe I might need to go. Oh, where do you where you are you going, Chad? What do you got to do? Uh, I got to schedule Wait, showings to for tomorrow. I got this client that wants to see houses. No, oh, okay. Schedule them. That's why I, you know, I love life. Life's so fun. Oh, this you guy guys, you guys will get your ass handed to you if it's chat you and Chad. Well, not with my new body. <laughs> how many strokes you want chad uh the truth is i'm doing this thing called um shit what's it called chiropractic uh something they like take my body and they like stretch it with these like this medieval times kind of like contraption the picture uh, you sent was maybe the, i thought you i thought your body was broken in half the picture yeah. uh it's called traction traction I'm not honestly sure. I just said yes to it. Oh, here's some images. <laughs> Google. Oh, my God. Let me share them. Oh, no. No. Are, uh, the, are no. these uh, not safe for work? Do we need to put not safe for work up here? No, no. Like, I'm basically this lady. Somewhere in here is a Deshaun Watson joke. By or that. like, no, I, I'm like, <laughs> I'm getting, I'm getting my, not, not, I'm not like this woman. But I'm like, and I'm definitely not this woman. Jeez. Oh, my. Yeah. No, the, some of those pictures look exactly like the one you sent me. Yeah, see, I'm similar. I'm like 18th century contraption. Hey, scroll up. What is this? The spine injury? Okay, that looked like a weird picture. This, the one right below that. Yeah. No, no. no. All I'm doing is like, they're my posture is horrible. My back is bad. I'm, I, you know, I'm like this person where I have a bad curve, and the other people have good curves, and then so you're gonna end up bad. turning like Will Zalatoris and just have some. So I'm doing that. I'm getting better. And then uh, I am some mash and drives now again. Are you? Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 I'm sure you are. And then at the back, doesn't even hurt as much in the morning. Wait, what do you send that thing out to like 250 now instead of 240? 260. Oh, jeez. Look at you. Carrie, come on. T Box Mike wants to know what her handicaps are. What is Mine's my handicap right now? It's probably like a 10. Darbo, you're like a plus one or plus two, right? Plus 1.7, yeah. 
Yeah. One plus one and whatever Chad is seven, eight, nine, ten. No, I might I might actually have to get a handicap because I you know I'm gonna be so good at golf. I'm gonna want to oh. take on a bunch of people. <laughs> I I think uh, have we talked about uh joining clubs yet? We were we were supposed to do that one. Oh we did you get talk a, about that. You get a free handicap at most places. Oh, that's good. Good to know. But um, don't ever join F, uh, country clubs because they're a scam, for sure. I uh, so this this thing that I've been doing the uh, have we talked about this thing the public country club that I do? Yeah, that's, you pay. That's I, well, I pay. I pay seventy five a month. You get free greens fees during the week. Basically, on the weekends, you pay for a golf cart, like twenty bucks, something like that. I so far I've spent like over three grand, and it's not even the end of August with with that uh like discount situation so i'm i am bolting into the territory of using like this club discount thing and still spending enough money for a membership at a club to be worth it the clubs well not a, you can't even get access to this ecc edina country club i played last week with my brother-in-law and my dad's rich friend and uh, I will tell you, like these white old men love to get their ass kicked on these really impossible courses over and over again in the same place. And the funny thing is, is like you play, Dar- Dar- if you play the same course every single day, like for a whole summer, wouldn't you know on this par three from this tee box, I hit this club. If it's, if you would just know. So then, like eventually, you just instinctively know, like I, why is this dude even hitting the little range finder on a par three that i'm like dude you don't know how far away it is it's the same fucking spot every time yeah, so that is it kind of makes me roll my eyes a little bit the reason why there's scams though is because they cost a shitload of money it's a bunch of like hoity-toity people who think they're cool they you know it's a display of their dollars chad if you're if you're in businesses though like both of us are in that our businesses are in not joining yeah. groups like that are really good because Oh, yeah. It's all rich people that need help with their finances. This is the double thing. You you human connection it, and then you make it worth the membership fee. But the fee is exactly. large. It's hard to get at, even into these clubs. Dar- uh, Josh thinks that you can just wait in the winter. In the winter, in. in the winter, you can. No, you can't. There's li- waiting lists. No, dude, I sent emails to all of them in the Twin Cities last winter. They all came back and said. Accepting members, here's the price. Let me know if you want a tour. Well, okay. and I didn't. I, I just, I kind of, uh, I kind of bamboozled them. I just wanted to see the prices. I had no okay. interest in joining. So, so, my Graham, here's a story about Edina Country Club. The country club that I was a member of for a long time when I was like 12 to 18 or 16 or something, and my dad paid or his business paid for it or whatever. I don't know. All I know is that the food is garbage. I, have a brand they they make you pay a minimum each month of 500 bucks and then you so then i have a grandmother who never goes there and then i have (laughs) my mom tell me oh there's a minimum so you and your family can go there and eat and buy the food and make you know get your to-go dinner for tonight so then i'm like great thanks so we go over there we get like the most expensive shit we could possibly get to fill up this bill and it, it is horrible food like it is horrible food like you have to build a tolerance within your own system to accept this food if you eat this greasy heavy disgusting shit you will 
be feeling sick for days, Josh. So what happens is you have all these 80-year-old, 70-year-old rich people that have nothing to do but spend money and they don't want to cook their own meals. They go there and they love that sloppy shit and they're, they're okay with it. But Chad, you know what they do? They're not going there eating. They go there, they go there every morning when they play and they're having 14 coffees for $7 a piece. And then they're gonna they're gonna play their thirty sixth hole, and they're going back, and they're having a million beers, also at seven bucks a piece. That they're having happen. Manhattan's probably. They got they got that shit paid off in a week and a half. Nice. <laughs> no, it seems odd that my grandparents had a social membership. Like, get a life, you, and you never go. Like that 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 I could not do. That's just a societal thing that, like, back in the day, you thought you needed this or whatever, or like. And then these country clubs like preyed on that. Whereas I think our generation is smarter and we're not going to fall for these tricks and these needs and these wants of this bullshit. I could yeah, be out of my mind. Membership, you get like access to the pool and the tennis courts. It's like, well, what is that going to do for me? <laughs> I want to play golf. What else did I have to say about ECC? I mean, like, yeah, I, uh, I beat the shit out of my, uh, dad's friend in this competition we played in. So is there your golf or not? We need to adjust your handicap now, actually. Yeah, let's go. No, were, um, last year like we lost. Four, you're probably like a five. I'm going to be good. You just wait because I'm about to do a bunch of work. I'm doing these rehab uh, exercises at home, getting the shoulder. You know, you know how I know you're going to be, you're going to be getting better. It has nothing to do with your dumb exercises. No, it has nothing. It has everything to do with the little fellow running around your backyard smacking golf balls every day. I don't because wanna, he's gonna I, want to play golf. You yeah. think your wife's gonna be taking him to golf every day? No, it's you. No, I you're gonna be I, playing golf every day. You're right, and like I also no offense weird. to your wife, but she's not going to play golf. It's weird think. that you'll do this. Like I'll tell Liam something, and I'm like, this is so obvious to do. You know, whatever with your swing or. I don't know. I can't think of anything, but like, and then I'll go to the range and I'll be like, why don't I just apply those same things I told him to myself? And it's like actually helping. So it's kind of weird. But anyway, uh, we've pretty much exhausted our time here. I really do have to go make my final lineup decisions. It's the last call of the last call. Darbo, have you completed your roster building? No, but here's some funny things that uh, I've just ran into. I've mm -hmm. created 32 lineups now. Mm -hmm. Of those 32, for following the bucket system logic, um, you can only create, um, let's see here, one. This is riveting. I know, I'm sorry. <laughs> you, you can only create eight Tom Hoagie, Aaron Wise lineups if oh. you start Patrick Cantley Xander. So I, I think that's kind of funny. Like to me, figuring out these little things of how many lineups you can create, pretty solid. Um, and Tom Hoagie, Adam Scott, only works with JT Poston. Can't it doesn't really work with any of the other guys. So yeah, but your bucket system needs a little grain of salt with a thirty-man field. I think. Dude, does it? Are we sure about that? Are we sure about that? Statistically, I don't know. Are we sure about that? <laughs> well, whatever. You're going to cash a mega profit this weekend, and you're going to shove it in my face. I sure hey, hope so. Oh, congrats on the bagels. Uh, ran away with the bagels 
contest. He did run, run away. So we're it. gonna have to put that in the background. Heck yeah. He keeps calling me Eric the Clown, and I was like, you know what? I got some Sweet Spot DFS merch that I was about to send him, but I don't know if I'm going to because the guy keeps calling me a clown. So, dude, his he he is one of those people that will. Never mind. He's in a name call because he's he's insecure. Oh, I agree. I yeah. He told me I I was just a, a donation to his league for a few <laughs> weeks, and then I won it, and he had to stop saying that. Yeah. He's gonna figure out that you're actually good at DFS, Darbo. I think. <laughs> it's. Uh, it'll be, he tagged me Sweet Spot DFS, so he knows that that's a, a thing. Like it doesn't take you know more than just a quick glimpse to be like, oh, he does DFS stuff. You know. Oh, you know why he doesn't like you? Why is that? Because you have more subscribers than he does. Jesus. Oh, sure. Uh, I, what I just no, no, no. That's he, probably why. No, and then he and then he probably hates us because because or me because I've cheated the system with these Patrick Reed videos to give me all these viral views. (laughs) When I did the when I did the whole Paige Sporanic, you know, like nipple thing, and I and I uh, you didn't like that. I tagged. Yeah, there you go. Three, three of them. Jesus, I don't have one. Yeah, I'm entered this week. I'm gonna win this week. Oh, have you not entered this before? No, I see. I I got second place like too many times, and it made me frustrated. And then I uh, told him to fuck off. This is payout structure sucks. And then he, you did. You did. That, rip was, him back. Back. that was a moment of contention. So I don't like his structure. I don't know how. And then it's I like you it. do have to play differently in that than you do. So like then I don't like. I that. don't. I just play a lineup. I don't care. That's why I really think in my gut and brain I'm a cash game weirdo that I should switch over to cash games. And I'm not going to be shunned and mocked and ridiculed into playing GPPs and continuing to lose. And then, and then I say, why am I losing all these GPPs? And then the GPP bro goes, well, dude, you can lose nine times in a row and win that 10th time and make up for all those nine times. And I'm like, what if I lose 56 times in a row? Even you know if I win help you out? time, I'm still only catching up like 10 of those weeks. I feel so like I what would help you out is if they just masked the names that you, you didn't even know who the names were. And you're like, I like bullshit. that stat That's not what I want to do. You're like, I like that stat profile, and this works out. Oh, I could create this lineup that leaves $600 on the table. Let's do it. And then once it gets revealed to you, you'd be like, nope, I hate that lineup. That lineup is gross. <laughs> yeah, I try to leave but my then, biases aside on the narrative. But, yeah, but then you would you'd be like, nope, I hate that lineup. You scrap it. And then two minutes later after you start building lineups, you'd be like, shit, I should probably put that lineup in because it might hit. Yeah. You know me. I'm small-minded. I have the superstition. Superstition. Yeah. yeah. Not good. Probably should just it. again play for low stakes. Don't take this too seriously. Let's do this for fun. Let's have some fun. I might actually just include Horschel and M and all the guys that I like because I fucking like them. Of course you will. Like, yeah, it's like that's. Let's I not am. pretend like you're not going to. Yeah. Sorry. Well, hopefully the people that I'm competing against, those two other people, don't listen to this. They won't. I don't think they care. Even if no, they I invited did, them why, on and they said no. Even if they did, why why would they copy your lineup? Like you're just gonna My share first lineup. place? No. Yeah. No, that's true. Okay, so next week, do we do a pod since there's no tournament? I won't be on it if there is one. <laughs> I think I'll we just here. take a break. I'll talk. I'm taking a break. I'm taking a break. I need to. What Let's do it. Yeah, I got a great idea here. I got a great idea. We should do a series in the fall. 
where we send DMs to all the uh, top podcast people mm-hmm. and do an interview series on them and and uh, meet them. Mm. That's a great idea. Talking <laughs> golf with smart people. I'll, that's what I'll call it. Is that what you called the last one? I no, that's what Degenerate calls it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just called the interview series because I was bored with COVID. Yeah. Uh, and then I did leave some people out. So I have some names that we could get to. We could get to the Wileys and the Gups. That <laughs> was mostly a joke. I know. I love that. Uh, I do think we could just continue to talk because I like having beers and chatting with my friends. And that's what we're going to do on right. Wednesday what, nights. What, uh, what else is there to do on Wednesday night? Well, and then Not there's much. an event like in three weeks. Oh, there! Oh, the fall swing is here already. Yeah, like it never ends. Oof. Yeah, in two weeks. Yeah. So, Darbo, you got to work on your database. Josh, I'll probably see you next week back here live. Sure. Thirty. You want to play golf? Hey, uh, you want to play a tournament Friday morning? Sure. Eight thirty. <laughs> Scramble. Where? Highland National. Yeah. Well, hey, that's where uh, that's where us three all uh, yep. first met. Yep. Big, uh, the big uh, water tower right there. Yeah, yeah. Let's play. That's where, that's where we all. Oh, cute. That's where we all met. You know how to get a hold of me, <laughs> Darbo. Are you still playing one length clubs? Yeah. No. Oh, you. Oh, Darbo, you have one length too. Mm-hmm. You knew this. You just don't remember. I did? Oh yeah. No, I don't because talk- I have a bad brain. Yeah, we we you talked about this. Sure do. I, I, love I feel them. like I would I remember that. Old. Are you sure we talked about that? Yeah, because you have them too. I do. Yeah. Yeah, we talked. Although about I, uh, I, I think I'm uh, getting rid of the single length five and six iron. Yeah, I, I, there is literally no point for me to carry a four and a five iron. There's a five yard gap between the two. It's mm. stupid. Mm. Well, carry more wedges. Boom. I would love to put another wedge in. Yeah, just like Bryson. I go drive a wedge in like every hole. So, give, give me more options. Yeah, of course you do. Beef. How's your hip flexor? It's bad. It's yeah. uh, it's bad actually. So you're not able to smash? Oh no! Oh no! 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 Chad. Oh no! We are mm. we are an athlete. <laughs> Josh, we, smash. We power we power through injuries here. For real? Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Crushing, crushing so, drives it. So you're legitimately playing in a tournament on Friday that you need a partner. I haven't signed up. I I just remembered this. I have second. a tea time with someone else, but I could cancel it with them and pretend like I'm. Like, hey, Chad, careful. Uh, Josh tends to forget to sign up for things. So. That's true. I did. Yeah, that's true. That is true. This is a la- This is also last minute, as was apparently the last one I didn't sign up for. <laughs> I'll, well, I'll it's too you. bad we didn't get Quagnus to make an appearance. I, t- I texted him a few minutes ago. And he said, uh, "Hold on, hold on, hold on." He said, "On my way home, might miss," as if as if he was actually like not going to miss. Then I said, uh, uh, "I told him to call in from the back of the Uber." Last time we had somebody do that, it was a pretty good success. That was oh, yeah. kind of fun. Well, it is an open <laughs> bar, and you're welcome to join us anytime you want to. You can DM the Fantasy Golf Pod on Twitter or Josh. He's at Jish Swish. You can find Eric Darwell. He's at Sweet Spot DFS. We won't see him for a few weeks because there's no tournament, but you can find him doing false swing content, and he may or may not have a database available for you at a website. Hopefully. Yeah. Okay. Big things coming in 2023, including 
more money for all the golfers. Whoa. Oh, Who boy. Cares? Yeah. All right. More money, Play the music. Ball. One more time. Get us out of here. Peace. More money, same golf.